Hi everyone, this is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I've been a corporate flight attendant for over five years, and I tell you the brutal, honest truth of this industry. This is episode 15. Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Ratings are vital now that Apple Podcasts plan to examine content and ratings this year. I have almost 1,000 downloads on this podcast, which is awesome, and thank you so much. So I know you're listening. Please give me five stars and write a review if possible. Thank you. Go to Free Spirit Podcasts, that's with an S, dot com. You can check out all the podcasts in the Free Spirit Podcast brand, and the best part, you can support this podcast and purchase my digital products and services made specifically for being a corporate flight attendant. And as you know, I have my corporate flight attendant book, which you can now buy on the website. It's awesome. It's getting great reviews. I do not repeat information from this podcast. All brand new information is in my book. Another great product is my corporate flight attendant lists bundle. I'm saying L-I-S-T-S, in which you will receive my catering order template to email your orders and lists such as catering go-tos, prep, deplane, and the sought-after packing list. And you can pay with Apple Pay, PayPal, or good old-fashioned credit card. So check it out at freespiritpodcasts.com. Okay, today we are talking about male FAs. And by the way, when I say FAs, I'm saying flight attendants. F is in Foxtrot, A is in Alpha, FA. In the industry, even though we are corporate flight attendants, the jargon is we still say FA. The male FAs can be treated as Bigfoot in this industry because why you don't see them a lot, especially out here in the Teterboro hub or in the New York area. Why is that? I feel that New York is just a more traditional conservative area, especially with the clients. As you know, I'm very straightforward on this podcast. Simply put, the old rich white guys out here, they want a female FA. That's what they're used to. That's what they've grown up with. That's what's normal to them. Also, the older pilots out here, especially the ones who spent their entire lives in corporate instead of, let's say, going from commercial to corporate, only want to add female CFAs to their crew. If they were in commercial, for example, they would see that male FAs are very normal on a crew. You have these older pilots who all they know is corporate, all they know is the Pan Am days, you know, where it's all about the female FA. And um, just in general, I want to say that out here in New York, the pilots and the passengers in that way are much less open-minded than LA, meaning Los Angeles. I see many more male flight attendants who get steady work out of the Los Angeles area. But if you live here in New York, don't worry, you can get work too, and we're gonna talk about the best strategy. The good news is the industry is changing with younger, more open-minded pilots 
who don't mind adding a male flight attendant to their crew. As for the actual passengers, I don't know, but from what I observe and requests I've heard, sorry guys, you know, from the actual owners and the passengers, the most requests I hear are for female flight attendants. To be upfront, many male FAs are gay, and this can be challenging for an older male pilot who, I'm just going to be blunt, is possibly homophobic or simply not open-minded. And maybe they think about traveling with this person, and unfortunately, the closed-minded pilot may wrongfully assume, oh, you know, when we go to a warm place or we go to a beach, he's going to be strutting around in a Speedo and, you know, <laughs> all this kind of ridiculous stuff, which is obviously not okay to assume but I hate to say it, those are the ones who could possibly be hiring, and they are hiring. Obviously, the account wouldn't be worth it anyway for you if you are a gay male FA. Why would you want to put yourself in that position? That's not a good position. There's also the idea of the corporate account, or what I would say the larger corporate account where they have several planes, two or more planes, and you're going to see a lot of pilots on those planes. So let's say you go in for the interview and the, the director of aviation really likes you, the chief pilot really likes you, and for some reason you get to meet a bunch of pilots that day. And they go back and they have a meeting about you because they have to get a consensus, right? They have to agree on whether to hire you or not. Because of human resources rules, unless they're stupid, no one's going to come out and be like, I don't want a gay person you know, in this department, or I don't want a, a male in this department. So they can't come out with blatant sexist or homophobic comments because that would be obviously a career suicide right now, right? But they can say, hey, I just wasn't getting the right vibe or I don't think he's the right fit. And if you have a couple of pilots who say that about you, then unfortunately, you know, that great interview with the director of aviation and chief pilot is going to be overruled because at the end of the day, they have to make their captains happy. They have to make their pilots happy. I'm not saying this is going to happen all the time by any stretch of the means, but it could happen. So if you go in for that interview and you do an outstanding job and everyone seems to like you, just be prepared. The male FAs who I've come across who do well simply stand out. The gender norm is flipped here. So as a woman, right, in other industries, I have to be better than the best. I have to be exceptional compared to my best male colleague. The gender norm's flipped here. So you have to be better than the best of your female colleagues, if that makes sense. To me, the male FAs who do really well out here are exceptional at white glove service, meaning that super high-end service. A lot of times Americans aren't into it, but you see the Russians are into it, and definitely the Saudis are into it, and they, they know what Russian high tea is, and, and they have everything placed perfectly. A good example is a male FA I talked about in the last episode who I would refer I've never met him, but I've heard so many rave reviews about him that I have actually referred him, and he brings 
five bags on the plane, which is really annoying for the pilots. The pilots do not like that about him, but they deal with it because he's so great. And he has everything you need to serve in these five bags, everything. And you can tell it's his passion and he loves it and he loves being with the passengers. And apparently he works really well with the pilots. So that's a good example of giving that exceptional white glove service and everyone knows it. You also should be expertly trained. So let's say when I went in as a newbie on my resume, I think I had a service class and a culinary class. You need to have more than that. So a good place to train would be Sur La Table. It's S-U-R, next word L-A, next word table. Sur La Table. I know they're out in LA and they give great training classes. I think they were giving them virtually last year and only for, for a very cheap amount, maybe like $49 per class. But if you can add a couple of those virtual classes or in-person classes, that would be great on your resume. If you can look up anything where it's culinary or service-minded and you can be trained and put that on your resume, excellent. If you don't have a lot of fine dining experience, I know, at least in my area, restaurants are hiring again. Go to that five-star restaurant and try to get a job. And even if you spend a few months there, whatever, just learn as much as you can. The great part is you can add all of this to your resume, right? And say, hey, I'm expertly trained. I am trained two, three times above your newbie female flight attendant. That's a good way to go about it too. And last, have a great personality that both pilots and passengers cannot resist. There's a pilot that just everyone loves flying with. He went from commercial to corporate. He's back in commercial. I call him emotionally gifted <laughs> and he's just so happy and has an amazing energy. And you know what? You think about it. If he were gay, which he's not, and he were an FA, everyone would want him on his crew. It wouldn't matter. Those type of things were, wouldn't matter because he has such an amazing energy. So the energy you put out make sure it's great. And I'm not saying you have to be outgoing and be fake and be laughing all the time and because people can see through that in a second. But just be yourself, you know, play to your strengths, be the best version of yourself. If you're someone who's quiet like a Buddha, but you just exude this amazing energy, that's great too. So again, white glove service, expertly trained and great personality will get you a long way as a male flight attendant. Another strategy is to be open to taking on challenging clients that the female FAs pass on. The Russians and the Saudis, for example, who want the extreme white glove service. I had a cabin service manager call me and ask me if I'd be willing to do this account. It was very challenging. The guy wanted white glove service. He was very particular, that's code for pain in the ass, but he was super particular. And I remember reading the email on him and it was just not my cup of tea. I did not have passion for that type of job. And, and I turned it down and I know I was one of many who turned it down. She was desperately trying to find someone she couldn't. So that could be your opportunity. That could be your niche. And I've seen males 
male FAs do well in this area because it's niche here in the US. A lot of the American clients, one of the reasons I love working with the American passengers is they don't want for much. They want a Caesar salad, they want their fun plain food, they want their peanut butter and jelly. It's really easy compared to dealing with, for example, a Russian or a Saudi who wants that super particular fine dining caviar service, but that could be your niche. If you have a passion for it, great. A couple of stories. There is a famous female fashion designer who always requests straight, young, in their 20s, good-looking male flight attendants in the Teterboro area. I know she charters, so you may come across her. <laughs> you may be called for her plane. And I, I never heard anything crazy. I just, well, you can make your own assumptions, but um, I think that's interesting. So you can see there is a request. Uh, make sure you're young and you're super good looking. And oh, and she wants straight. So there you go. And there's also a famous actor who is bisexual, but the world, let's just say the world knows him as straight. And he requests male FAs. And the male FA I met who flew with him flew with him and the Dalai Lama. So I thought that was pretty cool. So you may come across this person as well. On another topic, in LA, there's an extremely successful male FA who is the flight attendant for one of the biggest celebrities in the world. I mean, literally one of the top three biggest celebrities, can't say the name. He's a trainer with one of these big training companies and everyone knows and adores him. And that can be you. It does happen. I feel that he really has a passion for the job. And even though this celebrity is seen as a huge, massive pain in the ass and beyond a diva, he deals with her very well. And he has the energy that just deals with her when no one else could. And she did not get along with, I think almost every female FA that came on that plane but she loved him. There was just something about his energy. So again, that's a good one. And also I just reminded myself here that there is a very famous American pop star, an older American pop star who loves, and I believe only requests gay male flight attendants. And you know, I apologize if this offends you talking about gay or straight or whatever. And I don't like talking about it either, but these are the requests these people are making. This is not me just making this up out of thin air. This is, they are literally on paper saying, I want a gay male. I want a straight young male in his twenties. So just preparing you. So anyway, so there are people out there that definitely, definitely love the male FAs. So your strategy should be be above the best of the best. Show it on your resume in person. If you know you're going through a hard time or your energy is just not where it should be, work on yourself, right? Work on your energy. Make sure you go into this industry with a raised vibration, with great energy. Everyone has a bad day, of course, but be the best version of yourself possible and you will succeed. Two little tips I just want to give. If it were me, or if someone were to ask me, if an aspiring male FA came to me and said, tell me your best 
strategy to get work in this industry? I would say, well, one, I would say move to LA. <laughs> but if you can't do that, don't start with contract work like I did. Instead, start by applying for a full-time job at one of these charter companies, NetJets, VistaJets, etc. Go for the full-time job first to establish yourself. Once you've established yourself in your amazing reputation, then you can start looking for more contract work. That's what I would recommend for the New York area. I think that would be your best strategy. Also, if you are a gay male flight attendant, or um, this goes out to the females today too, if you are a gay female flight attendant, there is the annual, I think it's called, it's literally called the Gay Pilots Conference. And it's, they held it in one year in Miami that I know, and one year in Provincetown. I hear it's so fun to the point that I'm not gay and I still wanna go. I was just gonna to go to make contacts. I hear it's a huge party, it's a really good time. I don't think they held it last year because of COVID, but definitely look that up and see if you can find it because let me tell you, that is an incredible place to network. And I know pilots who have gotten their jobs from that conference. So definitely look into that. All right. So remember to look in the show notes to purchase my book until next time. And I'm dropping an episode on April 9th. Happy flying.